0: And there we go everyone, we are back again for another fantastic conversation on Friday Night Counter-Attack and this week is a very fun topic of conversation, we're doing another top 10 list and we are starting uh, in 2024 in the right way possible and really excited about this one because it is the African Cup of Nations and the Asia Cup that has hit um, the footballing calendar in January and I'm really looking forward to talking about some of the greatest players um, the Premier League's ever seen from the African continent today, so before we get into it, we are actually doing a top 10 list on the top 10 African, play- African strikers of all time. Because last year and the year before, we did a top 10 African list as well. And that didn't really turn out the way I wanted it to as well. So we're going to stick with strikers. I know we like strikers because one of my co-hosts today is a very big fan of strikers because he plays in goal. Um, his name isn't Matt Turner, it's actually just Matthew. I don't know his surname, the government, we haven't released it yet. But Matthew from Back of the Net podcast, it's good to have you back on here, my friend. Are you ready to do this top 10 list of African strikers of all time?
1: I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm glad we're working as a team today because you're not trying to shag my draft last time. But it's cool working together today.
0: My, my other co-host today is looking at me through the lens and thinking, shagged who? Like what happened? Nothing happened, and he he was he was a newbie in the draft as well. And he did very very well given the circumstances. So we have got to invite Traps back onto um, our top ten list as well. So Traps, good to have you back on, my friend. How are you feeling about your top ten list for African strikers in the Premier League era? Good to
2: be back, man. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's been a, there's been many there's been many good ones. There's been many bad ones, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's gonna be fun, man. It's like you said, working as a team. Even though, you know what I mean, the last one, I I'm I feel like a, I still feel like I won, but never mind. Um yeah. We're we're just here for the um we're here to see if we can um put together a decent list together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's very, very true. And the fact that I am the only one of African origin on this on on this podcast as well, I'm very proud to represent my African roots of being Zimbabwean as well. So I'm really not in Zimbabwe, Zambian. See, I can't even get my country right. It's embarrassing. I'm getting looks from around the room saying you're not from Zambia, Hamza. But they don't need to know that. I'm, I'm representing Zambia today. I'm not sure if there has been more than two Zambian players in Premier League history. Um, but that player wasn't even a striker. So I can't even... I can't even oh, he was actually. Um, actually, no, I have fluffed my lines already. Without further ado, everyone, let's get into it. Top 10 African strikers in Premier League history. The way it's going to work is myself, Traps and Matthew all planned our own individual top 10 list so we've got to figure out how we're going to get to number one in the most um, suitable way possible it's not in terms of voting it's not in terms of casting it's just about agreeing and disagreeing so there will be debates there will be conversations happening and there will be a few twists and turns along the way as well and at the end we may do a top 10 worst african strikers. i know i'm always here about the positivity but there are some absolute clangers that we have to mention at the end of the podcast as well so without further ado What I'm going to do to make it a bit more generous is someone can start us off with each number going from 10 to number one. And then we're going to have to figure out who we're leaving out or who who we're going to put into this list as well. So, Matthew, because you said that you were late to the Zoom call. Yes, I did bait you out there because of your killer list. I'm going to have to wait and see. Actually, no, I'm not going to wait and see. By the way, my friend, number 10 on your list, who do you think we should have um, or why?
1: So there's a listen. There's some good players, good African Premier League attackers.
0: By the way, Half can people. I can I just? I, I don't want to be rude or anything, but can I ask you on recording? I have you got African heritage in, in you, Matthew? Half
1: Zimbabwean. That's why when you said Zimbabwe, I was like, oh, time's up. Then you said zambian
0: Oh, so close! I was so close. I thought I found out your details on um, on the HMRC <laughs> website as well. I checked your number plate and everything. I thought it was there. <laughs> Um But no, sorry, carry on. So we're
1: going oh, to go forward. Pino, great Africans in the Premier League, attackers. But I've gone for one that you mentioned it briefly in a in a podcast a few months ago.
0: Steven Piena. Steven Piena, top 10. I he did, so. he, did, mind mind. Not, he did not cross my mind. Oh, you're going to have to elaborate for me on this one because I've got someone else at 10 for me. Um So why should T- Steven Piena make it into the top 10
1: list for you? Do you know what it was with me? Like, when he came over, I thought he was too lightweight for the prem, mm. But he had some absolutely outstanding performances. And one of the main ones, being an Arsenal fan, I remember him running through at the Emirates, dinking the keeper, and then doing this annoying celebration where he was all acting drunk. And that just resonated with me. And I think he was a quality player. It was quality for Everton as well. And at that time, he was one of, I can't remember how many, but... A few Africans in the Premier League at that time. I, I think he was a good player, but just the rest above him are very good. So I've got to squeeze him in somewhere.
0: No, that's fair enough. Traps, did you have um, Steven
2: Pina in your top 10 list at all? Do you know what's? My, he didn't actually... I've got here, I'm looking at this now, I've got... I think I've got either 11 or 12 and he didn't make it. Mm. He was off the list for me as well. He was, He was. He, 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 he was on the radar, but he wasn't <laughs> on the list. Yeah, it's, and my number 10, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm going Janet Asamoa, man. You want to Asamoah Jan on the list? Behave. I, I am, come I'm going Janet Asamoah. Yeah, he did not I make am.
0: the list for me. I'm sorry. I know he had that really nice season at Sunderland. He was trying to teach Bolo's ending how to dance properly as well. I'm not going to imitate it because I'd be just as bad as Bolo's ending as well.
2: But, I mean, if come it- on. What you have to remember is what you have to remember is is what they done, what he done, also in that um, what he done also in the World Cup, man, with, with, with in the World Cup when he when, when he when he when he when they went to the was the semis? It was the semis, wasn't it? It was the quarters. It was the years. quarters. Yeah, it was the quarters. They was cheating out of they were cheating out of the semis. And, and yeah, that, that, that run there, for someone playing at Sunderland, that one there, just John Asimov was cemented in as, a, as one of the top African players in that time for me, man. So that's why I put him at number 10.
0: Now we've got to differentiate between what we're going for as well. Are we going for top 10 African strikers exactly. of all-time given in pe- Premier League form only? Or are you going to do it in terms of the played in the Premier League and their overall career form? What are we going for? I've, 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 I've
1: done mine based on Prem form.
0: I've done mine based on prem form as well,
2: traps. What about you? I've done mine based on yeah Premier League form. I haven't done because I'm sure you. I'm sure you said that thingy because when I when you started saying that, say, I started thinking about George Weir and that.
0: <laughs> George Weir as well, Ballon d'Or I played for Chelsea. Crazy.
2: i got. I've got. He played for Man City as well,
1: didn't
0: he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. This is going to be tough because we've got three separate number tens. But I'm happy if you want to put mine higher. I'm going for a former West Ham and Spurs striker who represented Mali um, quite well as well. Scored 43 goals in the Premier League era, 16 assists as well. Pretty good um, African striker from what I saw. Went to play for Sevilla and won the Europa League. But again, talk about Premier League form. Frederick Canute was my number 10. Very much liked him. Canute? Yeah. Canute's on my list. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> we've gone we've gone we've gone left field right field straight wow. field back field. we've gone everywhere we've gone through that, the whole of Africa for this one South Africa Mali and Ghana this is oh. tough that's crazy
1: Canute.
0: so did none of you put Canute on your list then is it just me
1: he was outside my 10 he was just outside my 10 like, I, I think he was quality but I think my 10 I just had other people above I could have put him in
2: Ooh. yeah Canute didn't cross my mind but he wouldn't have made my list
0: anyway. Just looking okay. at it now. That's okay. That's okay. So this is trickier than I thought as well, because I don't see a c I don't see a compromise here for the 10. So we'll continue talking about players because if we're talking about players that are like 13th, 14th, then they're not making the list at all. Right, let's 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 go about it in a different manner. My number nine, no, I'm not gonna go for number nine, because he could be like your number 14 or something. So we're gonna forget that. Let's go for a few established names and I'll keep a I'll keep a note of it on Zoom as well. A name that I think definitely has to be on the list, and I think both of you have to agree um, with me on this one as well. Just to start us off, nice and easy, we're going to get him on the list, and he's definitely going to be here as well. We're going to go for Pierre Emerick Aubameyang.
1: Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, on the that's list. fine.
0: So we've got someone on the list. He's definitely on the top ten. Uh, Matthew, being the Arsenal fan, take it away. Where do you think Pierre Emerick Aubameyang deserves to be for his Premier League form on this top ten African strikers list?
1: Well, in my list, I've put him as you look, I think I'm mad. I've put him as number five, like five stroke six.
0: I put him as six. I put him as yeah, six. No, I
1: put five. So, yeah, see, oh, good. I love it. We're all, yeah, you know, it's, you know, he's with Aubameyang. I feel that's like that's made my
0: day. We all, we all agreed on something for him.
1: You know what? That like, his debut, remember the Everton game? That like, he was mm. unbelievable. And I, I had this thing with Obama. I always felt like when he had a fresh trim, he had his best performances. And I just remember that that game against Everton. Remember his goal against United in the tracks when you look for his offside. Yeah, we remember that one. And um, mm. listen, he was phenomenal in the league, and he brought a certain type of swagger. And him and Lacazette, obviously. Uh,
0: him and know. who? Him and who?
1: Lacazette, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's a forgotten
0: name in the Premier League as well like I said not doing well at Lyon right now
1: and they obviously they formed a great partnership and I think he was great for the league I feel the way it's ended people will forget what he actually brought to the league but he was a phenomenal track let's not forget
0: I mean I'm very happy to have Aubameyang at five as well I mean 69 goals in the Premier League era 16 assists but most of them come in at Arsenal remember he got the golden boot for Arsenal back in the year 2019 and it was one of those uh, post-Wenger signings that he thought you know what he's going to have some fun I think he was signed under Aston. Was he signed under winger Wenger? Yeah. Una Emery. Matthew, remind me, please. I
1: think it was Oh, it was
0: Arsene last. I think at the end, didn't it? was yeah, it was like, yeah. that right. like Mikatarian and Arsene. Aubameyang January transfer window, wasn't it? And then that was it.
1: Let's not forget the way Mkhitaryan got him. Got him to go. you know, Yo, Pierre.
0: You want to come out about? here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's a cool video as well. But yeah, um, 2019 Golden Boot winner as well. One of the Arsenal's best signing post. Um. Well, as I was say, post trophy, but they, they won the FA Cup as well. Mikel Arteta's first trophy is very big thanks to Pierre Emmerich or um, scoring the winning goal as well. Played them up two times, and his best ever goal scoring skis uh, scored two seasons for Arsenal. Emmerich. Pierre-Emerick yeah, Aubameyang has got two seasons for Arsenal scoring 22 league goals um, as well in 36 games so he was really really good he was good in the lockdown season as well I thought it was quite comfortable watching him play and I thought there'd be a lot more building around Yang. and unfortunately he ended up um, leaving out the back door at Arsenal and the Mikel Arteta coming back into Chelsea and Traps I think you could probably agree with me when he when he signed for Chelsea even Chelsea fans were like why the hell are we signing Yang?" it didn't look like the right deal for me and it has proved right in a way what do you think of that? Him going to Chelsea ruined his legacy for Arsenal, for
2: you? Nah, I, I think obviously Arsenal fans will say otherwise. But at the end of the day, like he wanted to play, like he wanted to play, and they come in with the offer, and that's all it is. It's nothing personal. It's just because obviously yeah, he did a bit too much with the, with the shirts and saying all, and the, and the adverts and that. But at the end of the day, he's paid to do a job, and like it doesn't take away what he done. He came to Arsenal firing on all cylinders. And he delivered and he was he, he he was a club legend and he loved the club at the end of the day he's got the tattoo that like he loves the club. He he loved he loved the club. I don't know if he still loves the club, but he loves the he loved the club. So yeah, I mean for me he goes down as one as one of Arsenal's greatest.
0: I would agree with that as well in the Premier League era. I mean, the comparisons to Thierry Henry because of the 14 shirt. I remember Gary Neville saying it so convincingly season after season. Oh, he's got a bit of Henri about him as well in his play and his finishing. That goal for me, um, I think it was his first season against Spurs, White Hart Lane, Emirates, no, Emirates Stadium. Ramsey um, gets a little assist into him as well. First time finish, Hugo Lloris is just watching it go past him and you're just like, Aubameyang's here. He's in the Premier League. He's here to turn up for Arsenal. And Arsenal look like a lot more threatening team going forward with um from going from someone like Danny Welbeck and Lagazette like, to PM or Aubameyang as well. And what really annoyed me for Arsenal, I think it probably annoyed you as well, Matthew. Aubameyang playing on the left. What were your thoughts on that, Matthew? Talk to me.
1: You know, it's frustrating. I feel like we, we lost a lot by him playing out on the left. We saw when he first started how he played up top before mm. I was playing. Even now, you know, playing up top, what he was doing. And it was so That's frustrating. Said. See, he didn't enjoy it. It wasn't... Aubameyang was never good at, that. Like, taking on a player. But give him that through ball, he was on it. He was on it. Great finish. And he was quite clinical. My only disappointment with him... Oh, I hate to remind myself of it, but when he missed a pen against Spurs... And, and that... Really? But yeah, vital game. Vital game, man. Yeah, like, but I remember great times with Aubameyang and, yeah, he deserves a lot of credit.
0: That's good to hear, man. But, yeah, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang makes it into a list at number five. Very healthy position, if I do say so myself. Um, Trap, suggest a player who you've got between number nine and number six for us and see and see if we've got him on the, our list as well. See if we can get him into this list.
2: Number nine
1: and number six. I've got Adi
0: Bayor. Ooh, he made my list as well. Number eight. Trap Matthew, what about you?
1: He's on my list as well. That's why I'm, sm- I'm just smiling. I'm like,
0: yeah, I'm happy with that one. Very, I- very happy. Nah, that's you good. But- that? Go for it.
2: He's number
0: eight on mine as well. Someone's sharing Google documents with me. This is not how we planned it. But yeah. Yeah, eight. That's
1: actually... Wow. yeah, oh, people I'm not gassing, there's my list there. Yes. Yeah, I, I can just
0: see my reflection. So it's really good. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. But yeah, by Bayor. Matthew, talk to me. How was it like when he burst onto the scene at Arsenal, scoring a handball goal at Old Trafford as well? Um, talk to me about was impact as an Arsenal player before you moved on to your rival Spurs, and especially when you moved on to Manchester City as well.
1: You know what, was a bit of a weird one, because he, he was quite gangly. Mm. And, you know, you kind of felt, all right, cool. Can you finish? Are you a good striker? And he formed a great partnership. Remember that season when he formed um, with, uh, yeah, Bednar time to time, Van Persie at times as well. Eduardo. And- Exactly. And I remember the season when Arsenal got to the semi finals, of course, the support finals, the semi-final Champions League. Mm. We went to Anfield and lost. That again, I always that remember that. That
0: Theo run as well. He was did goal.
1: He's all doing this. And I'm like, yeah, come on. But listen, he was, he was quality. I feel like the way he celebrated for City, again, obviously, it's left a bit of taste in Arsenal fans' mouths. But I think he was calling Villarreal goal. I don't forget the Villarreal goal. And also, my favourite...
0: Talk us through the Villarreal game. goal. I've forgotten that. Talk to me about it. What happened? Uh,
1: someone had chipped in. He chested it, volleyed it. And those were the days where Villarreal were like, top tier. The team with Raquel May, Senna, Sorin. Mm.
0: They've be, be, been better. They've been better than that. They're better home. players. They've been better home. under Unai Emery. Europa League finalists, winners actually. Um, yeah. As well, Champions League semi-finalists beaten by Munich in the quarterfinals. Oh, you know,
1: at home them times. Because that, 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 that state of Yellow Submarine, that, it was crazy back then with mm. the quality players they had. And obviously we went and we uh, obviously got through to the final the Jens Lehman and uh, saved that time as well. But, you know, all big fan. He had to go at eight, like like you guys have done as well, because there's just better strikers. But he gets his credit.
0: Nah, that's good to hear. And Traps, talk to me about how he ended up moving to arch-nemesis Tottenham. And between that, actually made a very big impact in Premier League history by scoring against Arsenal in a Manchester City shirt, running the length of the pitch to celebrate in front of a few angry Arsenal fans who I personally thought at the time should have just gone onto the pitch and whacked him on. If they were hard enough, they would have whacked him on. What do you think, Traps?
2: I mean, I think the... I, I don't think, Eddie, by your, I don't know the ins and outs of it Yeah, I know he had a bit of a falling out with Benton. I know remember him telling Benton that he was shit. <laughs> I remember him doing that. He was um, doing what the people
0: thought should have been happening. Get Bentner out of the club, but Benton stayed longer than Adebayor at Arsenal, which is wild. Yeah.
2: But Lord Bentner, I don't know what I don't know if he had like um uh, Arsenal's <laughs> nudes or Stan Kroenke's files in his phone or something, but he ended up, he ended up, he ended up staying longer than Adebayor. Adebayor not getting uh, uh going to Man City, but Man's the thing is, I don't think Adebayor, Adebayor wanted to leave and I think he he did receive a bit of flack from the fans. About him leaving and and what how it went down. So obviously when he did score that goal, he he felt I feel like that was like a goal. Like you turned your back on me and now look what's happened. And so I I think because yeah and obviously him running the length of that pitch. That's an iconic moment in Premier League history. Yeah, I I, I still I still remember that. There's a stool. If you look watch it again, there's a stool that comes onto the pitch. I just, I always <laughs> there's. Yeah. Who has yeah. that stool? That's got to be a ball boy or 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 or, or, or some kind of security guard sitting there.
0: Matthew, so were you in the crowd watching that game? What happened? Were you there? who who yeah. took the stool out off the pitch? The I,
1: pitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, one, one of the one of the boys, man. One of the
2: boys did. I don't <laughs> know. I just I just to this day I just can't remember. I just can't think of like, where where did the stool come from? But <laughs> but yeah, I mean he went on to Spurs. He wasn't bad at Spurs, but then. Yeah, he ended up in in, in, in so up going up from Spurs to Madrid, didn't
1: he? Yeah, he did. He had a spell at Madrid. Yeah, that yeah, guys from Spurs to Madrid. He got a no, 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 no. It, it was Man
0: City, then Madrid, then Spurs. Yeah, no, that no that City, it. It. It Man City, then Madrid. Yeah, yeah. It was
2: it. Where him and Ronaldo became good friends. Yes.
0: Um, Ronaldo's first trophy for Madrid as well, Coppa del Rey um, yeah. against Barcelona. Yeah. So that was. A and good he came one.
2: back. And, uh, he's got. He's had a good career. And to be fair, I mean. I, I, I've got him on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, oh, that's crazy. I mean, Exclusive he doesn't talk. Fair. He doesn't talk to me, but if I send him a message, he'll read it. I mean, that's
0: football heritage, right there. Traps and Adibayo. What a link up that could be um, as well. Need to see that in twenty twenty four. But yeah, I think we're all happy with Adibayo being number eight on the list. Um, make sure you send this podcast that Emmanuel Adibayo. He'll definitely have to look at the list and be like, "No, nah, I've got to be higher as well," uh, which is great as well. Um, Matthew go ahead name a player who's on your list between like 5 and 10 or 5 and 9 I should say and see if we've got him on the list as well what's All happening right.
1: this, this one I'm not too sure you guys are going to have him but one of my personal favourites I've gone for Mr. Ayegbeni Yakubu
0: 9 I had him on 9 so.
1: yeah I've got 9 him. oh oh Hams again With, uh, 9 as well Traps yeah, he's nine years. No, nine wait, Come on, come on, guys. That's,
2: that's two.
0: That's two out of three right now. We're doing okay. I like you know, this format. Right. It's a lot better. There's a lot more, <laughs> more positivity on this one as well.
1: No, do um, you know with, with Yakubu again? One I'm second
0: like, before 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 we go
2: ahead. Was Yakubu in the hundred Premier League club as well? Did he make no, it? Just underneath. Just underneath. Nah. Yeah. I think he was at ninety.
0: Then? I think he was ninety ninety seven or ninety five. Yeah. Oh, crazy. With well, the clubs that he played for as well—that's wild as well from Yakubu. Yeah. Sorry, Matthew, you were going to say about Yakubu. Go ahead. You no, know, I was
1: going to say that like, whatever club he was at, he performed so well. Like he was one of them players where he had certain attributes. His hold-up play, unbelievable, and his composure. I don't know if you guys remember when he used to take them pens and just like walk and jog and just tap it in. And I used to think this arrogant guy, but that was just him. <laughs> but honestly, his borough days, he was phenomenal. Uh, uh, Portsmouth was good Everton he was good and every club he went to he was you know greatly remembered you know by the fans but I I really liked Yakubu.
0: His arrogance ruined him in the 2010 World Cup with one of the greatest misses we've ever seen in World Cup history when Nigeria I think needed a goal to get through to the next round of qualifications and the ball comes through to Yakubu within the six yard box and he passes it wide and you're just like come on now is there chewing it? I need to. I I say this all the time, Matthew. But I will send you this clip of Yacoubi's miss later on as well, which is absolutely crazy as well. But I mean, yeah, Yacoubi scored what thirty five goals, I think, for Middlesbrough. And Middlesbrough a very good team back in the early two thousands as well. So he's he had a he had a striking partnership with Mark Viduca as well. So yeah. big two big target men, which was very good as well. Portsmouth, how can we forget? He wasn't part of the Portsmouth team that won the FA Cup in two thousand eight, but. Excuse me, but he was there beforehand when they got promoted, and he was a big player under Harry Redknapp as well, respectively. Yeah. Um, but traps, I wanted to know from you point, your point of view as well. What did Ukubu really bring to the Premier League to make him so consistent at so many different teams scoring goals year in year out?
2: Yukubu was just a, he's, he's, what, he's, he's just a typical yeah number nine yeah born to do it yeah he just a, a menace on the box yeah i just he just it was a handful he's just a nightmare and he knew it. And he and he and he knew it. He, he he had this certain. He had this certain. He took it in his stride. He was so like you know like yeah what like I. It's no problem. It's not a problem for me. It's not a problem for me to do this. I like he had he had a good re- scoring record at all the clubs he went to. Um, but I like I like Everton the Kubu though. I'm not gonna lie. I did like I did I did like he was he was more, you know like he, he just it, it, I I do feel like if your Kubu had a chance at a bigger club, he would have scored a lot more goals.
0: I get it. It's like it suited Yakubu a bit more because they had a bit more stature to their club compared to, no disrespect to like Portsmouth or Middlesbrough or Blackburn, but he had a bit more stature um, in his game when he was playing at Yakubu as well. And remember, like you said, 95 goals in their Premier League over his 252 appearances. That was really good to see. And he was starting most of the games as well. He had the quality about him. He was a big player for Nigeria as well in the African Cup of Nations. I think he played at one of the Olympics as well um, for Yakubu. So I think we're happy with him at nine. is good for nine. Nicely done, nicely done. Oh, this is going to be difficult for me because I don't know where we're going to put... I I want this player on this list because we're doing strikers and we're doing wingers, but I want him on on this list. I don't think he's going to be in the top five personally, but I think he'd be a solid, solid number 10. I think because we've got three different number 10s as well. If we put this guy at number 10, I don't think he's good enough for number seven personally, but I think I I want him in this list. Let's see if it's a hit or a miss for me. Um, I'm gonna go for Denver Bar. Denver Bar. Denver Bar, number 10. No, I didn't make my Matthew. What about you? I put Papis. Papis he say. Ooh. It was two goals against Chelsea. That's the yeah, proper streets me. when I forget
1: name as well. Yeah. I think you could do either or with them two. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, them two, you could definitely do either or it was it was a coin to us. I put bar originally. And then I I took it out and I just went, the combination, or both good. It was a flip of a coin, you know what I mean? And that that, uh, little strategy they had going on at Newcastle, absolutely phenomenal.
0: I think Denver Bar for me personally, because you did it at different clubs. You did it at West Ham, Newcastle, and at Chelsea as well. And on a personal note, I mean, scoring against Liverpool at Anfield when they're chasing the league title, helping them slip up, not just Steven Gerrard, that's a personal win for me. So I was like, I need to get... I need to get uh, Denver Barr into this list somehow because um, yeah. Freddie Canute doesn't look like he's making it the list as well. Respectively, you may leave number ten for later on, yeah. um, so we will wait until Traps gets back as well. But I think Denver Bar, he definitely deserves his flowers um, rather definitely. sooner rather than later. But um, if we have to go somewhere higher just so we can get him in, I think this guy would make a very very good number six or number f- or seven. Let's he- let's hear it for Kanu. I think Kanu deserves
1: to be on this list somewhere. Yeah. I've got him um, I'm, I'm, same. I'm, again freaking, this is scary guys we haven't
0: planned this by the way we definitely we definitely went to like Cafe Nero or something and we are like yeah you know what we've got to get all of these lists properly we're, we're going to be all fra- I put Karno at number 6 he's
2: my number 6
0: oh, my god oh, that's free two. that's it's free three. so it wasn't a Denver Bar one as well that's it's going to be crazy yeah, but Denver yeah
2: in my list unfortunately but
0: that's okay number 10 will probably be one of our last picks as well I'd say uh, which is absolutely crazy. But yeah, Denver Barr not making the list so far. He may make number 10 later on. But number six, we're going to have to go for Noaka Matthew, again, Arsenal strikers are making the list quite prominently, which is quite good to see f- from your point of view. I mean, Spurs Ferguson never really signed African strikers because he never liked oh, he the whole. Oh, he did. He, he did. He did, but they never worked in, in his favour. Really yeah, but he's
2: certainly the most applicable strikers we, we, we could imagine. He's responsible for the worst African talents that arrive in England.
0: He ruined it. He absolutely ruined it, which is not great at all. Um, But yeah, Kanu, talk to me, Matthew. Were you around when he was playing at Arsenal? Were you around when he was an Invincible? I'm pretty sure you were around when um, Noaka Kanu won the FA Cup with Portsmouth as well. What a player, what a striker. I remember he won the Champions League with Ajax back in the mid-90s and especially an Olympic gold medal against an Argentina side. In the 96 Olympics, if I remember correctly. It should be in the 96 Olympics as well. Uh, but yeah, Matthew, talk to me about Nwaka Kani.
1: You know what? Again, similar to Yakubu, like he just played to his strengths. Wasn't the quickest, but to get the ball off him was virtually impossible. And again, famous moment for me, firstly, the, the hat-trick against Chelsea. Mm. I remember getting in as it was 2-2, and seeing him, wet rain, Ed DeHoy in goal, if you guys remember Ed DeHoy. What and a remember, name. <laughs> and I remember just going past him the south, don't shoot, pass it. And just, honestly, the finish, incredible. He technically was absolutely amazing. But some of the stories that I hear about him now, I think, I'm sure you guys heard where Harry Redknapp was like, he was always in the treatment room. Like, and they were saying, like is he sure he's as old as he is? Might be like 45, 50 now, like some of the others. But yeah, I, I rated him <laughs> truly highly, man. I'm choking on
0: my tea. I'm choking on my tea because that's, that's a very common notion. Unfortunately, yeah. we don't want to be racist or stereotypical, but with African players, they're all just there. Like, oh, are you sure that's your that's your right age? Or oh, Femi Martins, are you sure you're 23 oh. years old when you look like you're 45 years old? Crazy. <laughs> There's that Lazio player recently as well who looked like 40 oh. when he's an 18 year old as well. Like this is not a good stereotype if you're faking your passports as well. Um, but Traps, are we faking Kanu being number six on the list? Though? Are you quite happy with the fact that he's had a very, very very good career that doesn't really get noticed a lot unless we're really talking about um, the former Nigerian international? What do you think, Traps?
2: I mean, I think he won two leagues, two FA Cups um, with Arsenal and then another one with Portsmouth. mm I mean, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty. That's that's a pretty good career. That's that's better than most most people's careers. Premier League whole career. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was an integral part. Um, as if he, he played a but he did play a part. nonetheless, so I like know you said he won the Champions League with, with Ajax. So yeah, I mean, I'm happy with that. Nicely done. And remember, two time African
0: Football of the Year as well, both at Inter Milan and at Arsenal respectively. So Carney makes our list at number six. Um, Matthew so, so, uh, choose a player let's see if he makes our let's, let's see if he makes our number 10 or number 7 before we move into our top 5 because it could be risky leaving out one of these players and he doesn't make it into the top 5 as well let's hear it my friend
1: so uh, this one this one did I put him ok he's 5 uh, I know we're saying 7 but I just want to mention this guy because I, I, I just want to give him his credit That's Mr. Riyad Maharas where'd you put him? 7 no, wait, no, wait. no, no. I, I said, guys, I made it clear. I said, you're going to think seven. is not my seven. I just wanted to mention this guy because I, I had something special to say to him. I okay, right.
0: S- Say yeah. it, say it, say it. I, I won't interrupt.
1: Go no, it's it. not seven. Don't worry, guys. No, I think with Maris for me, what's so special? He was bought for so cheap from his Lahav. Lahav, yeah. how you pronounce it? Insane and came academy. Me, and he's one of them players when I thought, is he going to cut it in the prem? And honestly, he came through and absolutely ripped up. I, his touch was Unbelievable. Like defenders would know what he's going to do, but you couldn't get the ball off him. He's finishing and he was a part of that, you know, that amazing Leicester feat. Let's not forget him and Vardy just won, you know, they made this phenomenal partnership as well. And I just feel like he, a lot of people, you know, don't give him enough credit. Everyone said, oh, City Maris, but I'm based on the Leicester Maris, And I feel like, yeah, absolutely incredible, incredible player.
0: I mean, if we're talking about Riyad Mahrez, there is a very very big conversation in terms of him being one of the best African wingers we've ever seen in the Premier League as well. Just like you said, not being bought for such a big number of um, a big transfer fee I should say going forward he had a really poor first season in the Premier League still adapting but like the rest of Leicester City team they were all adapting and they survived by the skin of their teeth under Nigel Pearson and then um, the one in a million uh, appointment of Claudio Ranieri came into effect and he literally just changed the fortunes overnight like that and when you're seeing the likes of Angola, Kante, Wes Morgan, Jamie Vardy, Riyad Mahrez and Kasper Schmeichel looking like the best five players in the league, respectively, it was it was scary hours for everyone in the Premier League except for Leicester. And one of my favourite moments was Riyad Mahrez scoring against Manchester City at the Etihad in a 3-1 win, I think it was, away from home in January, when people were like, yeah, you know what, Leicester could actually make it to Champions League, dare I say, even go for the league as well and I mean Manchester City speaks for itself they signed him because he was a fantastic winger and he definitely was he was amazing to watch and again consistent in what they were doing going forward a key starter treble winner last season as well now off playing in the Saudi league and fair play to him he's done really well um, to kind of get the business done in the Premier League I think we're what five times Premier League champion five time Premier League champions 82 goals in the Premier League 61 assists probably one of the most amazing North African footballers we've ever seen in our shores as well I would personally put him at number four for me personally, that's where I had him on my list.
2: He's on, he's on the on of mine, but I I just remember the first time I I, I see I, I saw his ability and he obviously he controlled the he could the ball came to him and he controlled it and he put his cross in yeah And I, unless they needed a goal to win them I and this is when I, this is when there was um, there was on their their league run mm-hmm. and um um it was it was quite late in the game and it's Okazaki Okazaki scored the winner and I, saw, I remember seeing him, I thought I was like, oh he's he, he looks good. Next thing you know, they were champions, and I thought, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, what I mean? and, and, and that's and Ma, and that's how Ma, that's how Mara's came to light for me because I remember when Le, when Leicester first started out, I weren't really interested. I thought, oh yeah, this will die out, this will die out. And then Vardy went and took the uh, took Van record. Then it was like, hang on a second, this is actually this is actually becoming this coming a bit serious. It is.
0: It's like you know? Aston Villa fans getting gassed about their season now. Like they have to do a couple things like Leicester did actually get people's backs up and think you know what they are a serious contender going forward and when you're looking at um, Riyad Mahrez as well the fact that his first touch was one of the best first touches we've ever seen in the league people talk about Berbatov and Burkham, but Riyad Mahrez for me is definitely up there in terms of close control and what I really liked about it when he went to Manchester City was he he never really got coached out of that as well he could take a ball out of um, mid-air and just pluck it down dead on the touch as well still doing it now in Saudi and a critical part of Manchester City's recent success as well because you're looking at their right hand side now and they're just rotating they're not really finding that same kind of winger who can take on a player inside and outside and people thought originally he was like an Arjen Robben type of who's always cutting in but there's so many times when you're watching Riyad Mahrez if you're watching a highlights reel of him just slowing down play by just doing one of those drag back roles that you'd see on a five-a-side pitch, or you'd see um, mm-hmm. someone doing past Matthew on a Sunday League pitch as well, because um, Matthew would be in goal for this one um, as well, which would be fantastic. But yeah, I was happy with Riyad Mahrez in the top list as well. But um, happily, nice. I put I put him four for me. But where Matthew. would you guys want to see him? Third, fourth? I I'm at five. Do you say as an average? Put him at four because I think there's three of the players I could talk about. Higher than Riyad Mahrez. Traps, what do you think? That's fine. Yeah, Riyad still Mahrez. But it's
1: seven as well, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's Traps turn turned for seven, so Traps has got to find a number seven for us as well.
1: Ooh, let's go, let's we, go, Traps. Two, three,
0: four, five, six,
2: seven. Is Tony Yeboah?
0: Tony Yobo is not on the list. As in he's not, on, he's not on my list. I didn't, I didn't watch him play, so I, I've not put him on the list personally. So
2: is, I remember. I don't, with Tony Yeboah Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever watched TV football on television and that was Tony Uboa's rocket goal. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the
1: um obviously for, for Leeds. I and he, I think he done it a couple of times to be fair. Right. So there was one where he ran, ran right foot now, left foot volley. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. he, it a couple of times and he was he, he was a bit of a goal scorer for Leeds, you know. I think I, mean, I can't remember how many goals he did get, but he got quite a few. And um, yeah. I mean, I just remember my first memories of 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 watching football. Tony Uboa was was that guy. I'm not remember what was, the, what was their what was their um their their their, their uh sponsor again. Was it like something Fissel or something?
0: It was it was Fissel, yeah. The lead sponsor. Yeah.
2: I remember Tony Uboa, arms out, Fissel running around with celebration like this. I, yeah, I think he was he he was he was one of the iconic ones because he was there from the early days, man. So. Yeah, for him to be pl- posted all over everything during them early days of, of of the Premier League, that's why I put him there as number seven as well. And like I said, he didn't have a bad goal scoring record for for Leeds either. I'm sure. Didn't, I'm not too sure. Didn't Leeds win? I'm sure Leeds didn't Leeds, Was he around when Leeds won the league? Was he? Was he beforehand?
0: No, they won it before because it was before the Premier League started. So he only came in 1994 um, yeah. to Leeds, and he played for two seasons. I think at Leeds, he scored 12 goals in both seasons. Uh, yeah. Respectively,
1: which was not too bad at all. Bad, um, yeah. Matthew, did you have Tony DiBoa on your list? No, nah, I didn't. Um, I'm stuck in between two and seven. One, one of them is practice, uh, actually both of your clubs now as a coach. That Ooh. guy. Yeah. There's him. Benny McCarthy. It was between him and I think I'm going to go with this one, though. Salomon Kalu. He made Do my 11. I, I had him on, but I took him yeah. off. Do you know what it is with Kalu? I feel like because of Drogba, everyone just remembers Drogba, Drogba, Drogba. But there was a season when Kalu out, actually outscored him. I think no it way. was which season was this? You don't know, Bull. Let's let's see. Let's that was see that was, that, was the, that, was the, that, was, that was one of the 2009, first two. Two thousand and nine, two thousand eight, two thousand one. Of, like one of the two years.
0: Was it when it was under Ancelotti? And they were playing a four four two diamond. It's like was Kalou and what? Drogba. I
1: remember the, the kick because they used to play Maluda, Kalu, Drogba. And then mm. rotate some games and sometimes I'd rest him. And I think Kalou, yeah, Kalu was phenomenal. Very versatile player. Always did a job. And he, for, even for Ivory Coast, he did his thing as well. But I think, I think yeah, I'd put him Benny McCarthy, honourable mention, did his thing at Blackburn. But yeah, Kalou for me, man.
0: Can I just say, we've forgotten two very good wingers uh, in Premier League history. Um, but they both played for Crystal Palace as well. And I'm not sure if we're going to oh. mention them. Yannick Balassi and Wilfred Zaha, do they even make this list? nah not for me man not that's fine Deanna Bellassi I thought I needed to shout out because I very much like watching him as well he's just someone. I love rare.
1: Bellassi I mm. love Bellassi, I, 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 I again
0: I like it's, not, it's, it's not goals on assists it's more the eye test with Bellassi that I would say he didn't really do it at Everton but at Crystal Palace he was something special as well and you're watching how a footballer should be as a winger just enjoying the game properly so I, thought I remember, that, remember
1: that, that season in the championship when they came up and they had that yellow kit. Mm. And them two were causing havoc for the fullbacks, bro. And it just kept rotating. I was like, imagine playing against them two on the form. Because what
0: made what made it weird for me, traps you may agree with me as well. If you're watching the playoff semi-finals when they won, you're looking at Balassi and you're thinking, Why did Man United sign Zahar when Belasi's clearly the better winger? And it was a bit odd because obviously when Sarex Ferguson retired and David Moyes came in, Zaha barely got a game at Manchester United and then Van Gaal sold him. But Balassi continued to thrive at Crystal Palace as well, and it just carried on working for him um Going forward, so that was always a, a topic think, of a conversation. I
2: think Ferguson, Ferguson did say in, in, in one of the documents that what what she did say he signed Zaha because of the future potential. And to be fair, he was he was all right yeah. because Zaha's done pretty well at Crystal Palace. And obviously, he's not at Galatasaray. I don't know how well he's doing over there. But for me, like Balassi, he was good. He was good. I, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't say he was a bad. He was a bad winger, but. For me, the best thing that I've seen Balassi do is, uh, is Lord of the Mics with Bradley Rat Phillips. To be honest,
0: <laughs> Oh, my days. It just didn't work out for him. He didn't. He didn't get past <laughs> the, the five star yeah, skills that's at that's Crystal that's Palace. Awesome.
2: Yeah, Let's well, not disrespect to him. He was a good player, man. But I did like it, his Lord of the Mics. He's come back,
1: hasn't he? Recently So club. What club was it he's joined recently? Where is he going now? Let's have a look. He definitely oh. come back because he, he was in Sporting. or not Sporting. One of them teams in Portugal. Is he playing
0: he's playing for Swansea? Was he playing for Middlesbrough? One of the two. He's,
1: he's come back. I don't
0: know. He's playing for Swansea. Oh there
1: we go. Yeah. We come back.
0: yeah. Oh, speaking of Swansea.
1: Ah, uh, I know. I know. I wanted him in. I wanted him. I wanted Did
0: him. We put, do we put him in at number 10 for the banter? Mm. Do
1: you know what? Come we'll on,
0: Wilfred we'll Boney. Score yes. serves goals for no, Swansea. No, no, no,
2: he told, no. He's not in the ante. he's definitely in the he is. Oh, he was so good at Swansea. That's the craziest
0: thing about Wilfred Boney. He would look like a boring target, man. And you're like, this guy's good. Good when he came to the Premier League for Swansea. He just ruined it by going to Manchester City. That fake marketing employee just got him that move to Man City yeah. um, as well, which is crazy. So it looks like Wilfred Boni's not making the list. Oh, this is tough. We're needing the number 10 and the number 7
2: in this oh, one as well. One, the number 10 that I had, it, had in my mind was Asamoah, El Hajjouf, Antti. And 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 Martins.
0: Of his, because, because of his cause of his age, and mm, he uh, which I, I, one? Azimo Jean. No, El Hajip, sorry, El Hajip. I'm gonna put him in. Everton uh, had a, Everton and Chelsea had a striker who, who was he he came past his best. But I think I don't know if we're gonna put him there on nostalgia. Samuel Eto. Does he make the list?
1: Yeah, but if we're doing it based uh, on prem,
0: on prem we can't have it in. You're right. It's more. Yeah, than, he didn't really.
1: You know,
2: he did all right uh, in the prem. He won the league, scored a few goals, but nah, not Etty was. Eti was way past sell by date when he
1: came to Chelsea. Did he? Yeah, league? and then he went Everton. He took number five. No strike where's number five. That that. Listen, I'm never forgiven for that. No, no,
0: no. no. Etty number five whoa, and Lukaku whoa, up front, and Ross Barkley behind whoa. them. Crazy times whoa. at Everton.
2: Are we not? Are we, are we not respecting Martin's journey here with Birmingham? you not respecting that. You
1: know? And Newcastle. What? New. You're uh, not respecting that. Wait, was that? And so was that Talk
0: to us through. to us through about Ovifemi Martins because again, that goal against Arsenal was iconic, and it was the very final. funny to see. Chedney. Remember
1: the final. Wait, guys, guys. Can I tell you just off-topic a story about that? That right there, that moment. Yeah. Let's
0: hear it. Let's hear it. Was that when your let's heart go. broke?
1: Picture the scene. I'm at uni. I'm sitting there with my mate. We're both Arsenal fans. It's, it's. We're level, right? Nikola Zidic has been ruining us all game, flicking on, flicking on. I literally turn the corner to switch on the tap. As I switch on, I just heard the loudest scream. I look at the screen and I just remember who. Someone shoved. Um, Someone's head, his head. Who was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. It Barry Ferguson, Craig yeah. Gardner. I, or I remember like. watching that and I went, Have they actually done it? And he was flipping. And then flips felt never ended, you know. I left the house. I didn't go back until the Monday. I was, oh. I was so upset. I, I remember I, I walked and it started raining on me, you know, like them cold play moments of the music. Did you have them streaming down? I felt very, very upset. That Look at Hanson laughing. Look. It, it, it,
0: a... it, it was like lights will lights will guide you hope. That that's was the one so as well.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> oh man oh no but he did win the he did win the cup with Birmingham City which is that's what I mean which is crazy I just can't I just can't forgive his birth certificate issues that he had you're looking at him and he like played until like 2015 and you're just like this guy's everywhere playing in the MLS playing in Turkey playing in Russia Serie C as well Serie C who plays in Serie C insane
1: um, a yeah. good shout, though. Traps, that's a very good shot. very thinking, good. I wasn't thinking top ten, but for me now, I'm thinking him or Boney Because uh, with Bonnie is sorry, uh, sorry. no,
2: nah, listen, listen like, Boney all day.
1: Boney's Swansea season,
2: yeah, was incredible. He was just Brilliant. listen. That was just the ultimate purple patch, man. Boney was a fraud, man. <laughs> Boney was a fraud. He was a fraud, man. He was a fraud. They,
0: my, did they win uh, the Carabao Cup with Bony or was it Michu Who is it they won it with? Was it Meechu a striker?
2: Meechu, be yeah. Meechu.
1: Bernie, Bernie
2: might have just gone, I think. Or he wasn't there at the time. He went to Man City and embarrassed himself. Yeah, and they weren't even great then. He won That's the league tough
0: cup tough. with Man City. That was it. He won it with Man City, didn't you? You won it With Swansea, so that was yeah. for Bernie um, with it as well. Oh, this is tough. This is tough.
2: I mean, I'm happy with. Mar- I'm happy to drop Jan Asamoah for-, for-, for Martins. I'll be honest. I'm happy with it.
0: I've got a curveball. I've got curveballs. I'm happy to put Stephen Pina at number ten. As a winger, I don't mind it. It's just, the, like, number 10 for me is not as important as number seven. We need someone who's better than Adebayor and Yakubu in this list as well. Or unless we want to do the, the, the shameless thing of moving Adebayor up to seven, Yakubu up to eight, and then we have a new nine and ten, because clearly they wouldn't make it higher in this list. If
2: you want to go with Pinar, you can go with Pinar, but I, I still think Martin gets in there over Pinar as well. Should we do Martin's just, 10. Martin's just, 10 and Pinar 9. Martin's well, to Arsenal, yeah, in that cup final, yeah, with Bigich. <laughs> Yeah? The, the tallest striker ever. Yeah? Listen.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Wakefield's oh. dreams he could have been like Nicolas That's
1: all they did. That was a tactic the whole game. It was, it, it was Ben Fostering goal if I'm right. Yeah, uh, it was yeah.
0: Ben Fostering goal. They're the most Brexit oh, midfielder of and all time.
1: Hitting hit his head. I was like, is someone going to get him? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I never forgave Shesney after that. Never forgave
0: him. I wouldn't either. But... Yeah. <clears throat> Which is crazy.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. right then. Right. No. Just, to
0: set, just to settle it, we'll put Pinar at nine, the other Femi Martins at 10, put the nice. up to eight. Yeah. And then Adibayo up to seven. And there's no chance of Wilfred Zaha, Balassi, Wilfred Boney, Benny McCarthy, Freddie Canute, Samuel Leto making it into this list as well. So, no. um, now we're on to the business end of it, which is good fun. So Riyad Mahrez, we've, we've spoke glowingly about him at number four, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Traps is going through his Amazon delivery because I think he's got a new Mohamed Salah shirt to burn live on recording as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, what he's got ready for this one, which is good fun indeed. Um, right then, number three. It might be a shock to you, but I think this is more of a personal preference. Three, I'm going for uh, Mohamed Salah. I'm free. Three.
1: three. Yeah, man. Oh, mm.
0: And it's not because Mohamed Salah is a Muslim and he celebrates Christmas. It's definitely not that at all. Um, but yeah, Mohamed Salah is at number three for me. I think there's another Liverpool player I could put higher, and I think there's a Chelsea player I could put higher than um, that as well. But yeah, Mohamed Salah is at number three, mostly because of the fact that I think when you saw his other African attacking teammate leave, again, his scoring the goals, his having the assists and everything, but. Liverpool's impact isn't the same in the Premier League nor in the Champions League and we've seen it this season. What well, first time they're in the Europa League since 2016 when in Klopp's yeah. first season, which goes to show how dependent they were really were on those two as a duo. And I think when you're missing one of these without the other one and the other one played at Southampton and was very very good at Southampton. In Southampton's better years as well in the mid 2010s I would say as well. So um yeah, I think Mohamed Salah fantastic goal scorer but is he really a team player is he really someone who I think would be what number,
2: is this number three, because I had I had um seller at four. Ooh. 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 Oh, 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 who did I miss oh, out oh, there? I, I had I had seller at four, but you look put him, you put Morris at four.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I, but...
2: think, and I think that Mahrez's impact in the Premier League. Is, was, is better than Salah's to be honest just because of what he'd done at Leicester you have to remember Salah came here he had a chance with Chelsea didn't really work out went to Roma he was decent yeah came back and then things started to click in place he became I a system
0: that, player under Jurgen Klopp
2: yeah I think that Mahrez came in like, with a, like as a raw talent and he just he just went from stroke to stroke Obviously, like yeah, I think I would rate my I would rate Marez's impact over 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 Salah. Obviously, Salah's got the goals, but Mariz has got everything that he's got as well. I'm better. He's got a le- he's got t- he's got how many leagues has Marez got? Five. Five league titles with two different teams. Five league titles with two different teams, um, and Champions League. Obviously, Carabao Cup galore. Mm, FA Cup as well. FA Cup as well, so yeah. I mean, I, I, think Morris, I think Morris goes third, and 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 Salah goes forward
0: i I'm happy with that one, but Matthew, it's decision time for you. Do you think we should move Maras up to free or keep Salah in free for this one? Let me hear your thoughts of on two or four, two or yeah, four
1: or against Riyad. Mahrez being at number three. You guys made some absolute valid points, and you're gonna think I'm mad because I've gone for a different number for Salah. Oh. I actually went for Salah at number two. Oh, that's crazy. And the reason being, I just look at, and Traps make some absolute valid points about Mahrez and everything like that. I just think with Salah... I think
0: Mahrez passes the eye test a lot more than Salah does
1: as well. Yeah, 100%. I just think what Salah... Has brought to Liverpool, like you think. All, all over the last couple of years, you think Liverpool. When Liverpool win a game, whatever, you just think Salah's had one of them. Like, and don't forget, he had that season where he was banging shots against, fun enough, his current goalkeeper. Uh, when we banged against Roma, actually smashed him at Anfield, and he's had many of them games. And he's a big game player, absolute big game player, and he's done phenomenal for Liverpool. And he, I just, you, and uh, the sign of a great player is. How do they even replace him? There's there's rumours about they want to replace him Bowen and all that. I think he's nowhere near Salah's level. So it's like, you can't replace someone like that. So I I just think, yeah, for me, Salah number two, I feel like he's Liverpool's king. He's the king, basically. You know, he doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, from other fans. anyway.
0: Yeah. I I still think Salah would be better lower down the list, mostly because he does celebrate Christmas as a Muslim. It's very bad of him to do so um, as well. It's considered Haram um, to do so but besides that that point that I think only I will care about um, as well Mohamed Salah when you're looking at how the team has now moved on without him as well you've had Bobby Firmino leave you've had Mane leave as well Henderson's gone Fabinho's gone It's still relying on Mohamed Salah's goals but they've not moved forward under Jurgen Klopp and Mohamed Salah's kind of being the main kind of players as well with Riyad Mahrez it consistently was him being that number, that that right winger, I was going to say number seven, but the right winger, when you're looking at Aguero being moved on, you're seeing De Bruyne playing deeper as a uh, midfielder, Bernardo Silva playing all over the park. Riyad Mahrez is dominant on that right-hand side because he was the, one of the best right wingers we saw in the last 10 years in the Premier League as well. So, I'm I'm quite happy to keep Salah at three, Mane, no, Mane at two, I would say, um, Mahrez at four, at four um, as well. But,
2: Sadio, for me, Sadio
1: goes second, I'm
0: not going to lie. I had Sadio second as well, he was two on my list as well. To,
2: to,
1: I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to. to agree with you guys, uh,
2: but yeah, I did not want to. I mean, I, you have to remember as well, African Cup of Nations. Being yeah, in the final. Both went there to the final, yeah, and obviously, I'm not going to say Sadio Marley had the greatest game because he bloody well didn't, but <laughs> at the end of the day, they got the job done and yeah, I just think yeah, Sadio Sadio Mane was the most disrespected player at Liverpool, and his Preach. impact and his impact yeah was not appreciated. It was more than what people thought it would be, and as a result, that's why they ended up in the Europa League last season, and that's why things are looking as they're not. I wouldn't say they had a bad start to this season because they haven't, but they're not looking like the fourth that they was with Sadio Mane at the front, pressing from the front, winning the ball back. Uh, and doing all the dog work as a as thing I mean Firmino too uh, I mean he was in his last sort of years he sort of faded out to be honest with you he didn't really get much game time because obviously I don't know it was injuries or whatnot. but for me Sadio Mane from I remember us getting linked with him when, and when LVG was here yeah. and people yeah. were laughing people were like Sadio Mane can you believe that Sadio Mane and then he ended up at Liverpool ended up winning a league and a Champions League and obviously he went off to Bayern Munich and he won a league there
0: as well. remember he was crucial in that 4-0 comeback against Barcelona as well. Salah was off the pitch in that game and people think, oh yeah, it was great, but Sadio Mane was instrumental. Him, Winaldo, Marigi, very good in that, in that game against Barcelona as well. I know we're talking about the Champions League, but with Sadio Mane, like we said before, 111 Premier League goals in his time at both Southampton and Liverpool, respectively, in 263 appearances, which is fantastic. The fact that when you're looking at Liverpool now, I think you can all agree, we can all agree, you don't know who their first choice left winger is for Liverpool. You don't know if it's Luis Diaz. You don't know if it's going to be Nunes. You don't think Gapco's Gapco's going to be into there Jot- as well. No,
2: it is. It's Joe. That's the truth. It's actually Joe.
0: Mm. But when Jot- I mean, Jot- Jot- Diaz Jot- started against Man United, and you're like, oh, all right, cool. Joe
2: Jot- gets too many injuries, but it's definitely Joe.
1: Oh. You know what? I hear that. What tra- traps made a valid point? I feel like my cousin is a Liverpool fan as well, and at the time they thought, oh, Mane has gone. It's cool. Exactly what traps said is true. They
0: were saying that in the Champions League final when he was their best attacker, which was crazy. Phenomenal. Well, no. And you know
1: what it was with Mane, right? They were gave, do you remember the season, the one where they won the league, the last one? It was that pivotal game against Villa. He was that guy that would get that goal at a 0-0, out of the blue, bang, header, diving header, or left foot, right foot. And he was very important to them. And yeah, I feel like he's a big miss for them. If they had him now, you'd think they'll go and win the league in the position they're in. Yeah,
0: honestly, was- honestly, Sadio Mane is African royalty in any type of football. Like honestly, mm-hmm. if you're talking about but top five African players of all time, I'd put Sadio Mane in that list. But for me personally, mm-hmm. so for me having him at top two, he was absolutely fantastic. I remember, Golden Boot winner uh, back in 2019, the season when they think lost on goal difference, 97 points or something as well. So they were fantastic in that season, and they won the Champions League um, as well against Spurs. Very easy game, I would say against Spurs. But remember highest goal scoring season was 22 Premier League goals and you're just that fantastic play of what he did and just like you said as well Matthew, you made a good point he could score any type of goal outside the box left foot, right foot headers, volleys and he could take on a player both left and right and what really annoys me now I think you again, I hope you both agree with me and the listeners will do as well when you're watching Premier League football now 2023-2024 season everyone's getting gassed over Doku at Manchester City, right? Why? Because he can dribble on the outside, on the on the inside, left foot and right foot. Everyone's like, oh wow, he's amazing, His turn a place. This was normal for Sadio Mane. It was normal for someone like Eden Hazard. And because it's being coached out the game now to play system football, boring football, coaching football, we're not seeing anyone and there's less um, individuals now in football and it's really, really annoying. Probably a topic for another podcast later this year. But Sadio Mane could do it both ways and he did do it both ways and as a Man United fan when you're coming up against Sadio Mane both at Southampton and at Liverpool you're just like you don't know if your fullbacks going to be on the pitch by the end of 90 minutes because he had that much pressure on him as a as a fullback. Mane had that much pressure on a fullback because he could do it both ways. Fantastic player. Sorry traps you were going to say something. Um I think
2: that um Sadio Mane was, like I said he was disrespectful and I feel that that um he 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 you can see even when even when he had that argument, a couple of arguments with Klopp. He had an argument with Sullivan not passing. Mm. He, he was basically he was frustrated um, and basically to telling the world, "Look, listen, yeah, I, I do a lot for this team, and um, I need some." They're definitely respect. seeing it now. They're seeing I mean, it now. i need to take me seriously. And I think a lot of people took it as he's like a bad egg or he's got it's got a bit of an attitude and whatnot. And obviously he's gone to Bayern. He's had a row with uh, with 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 with, with Sani. And he's been and he and, and he's and he's left there as well. But there's no dispute in Sadio Mane. Liverpool do miss Sadio Mane, and whether they would admit it or not, yeah, there's no Salah on his own isn't doing it. And like you said, there's a prime example of him before nil Salah being off the pitch and then coming back with the likes of Origi, and, who, and 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 Mane. So yeah, I feel like he was greatly disrespected, and he and yeah he. I don't know if they miss
0: him, but they should. I definitely miss him as well. He's a fantastic player, premier player to watch. And again, won the African Cup of Nations a couple of seasons ago with Senegal. And that was an iconic moment in itself, like we said earlier, about him beating Mohamed Salah's Egypt in the final, winning on penalty shootouts. I think he scored the winning penalty um, as well, Sadio Mane. And I think one of the most humble footballers I've ever seen, who's played at the top level, and has remained humble ever since, the fact he does so much for charity. You'd see him doing so much work off the pitch as well. Um, but I think number one, who we're going for, I think we're unanimous in picking someone who is not just humble in in himself as well. He actually stopped a war, a civil war within his country. So introduce the number one on our list. I think we're all in agreement. Um, we're going for Mr. Didier Drogba at number one.
1: Didier, yes. Didier.
0: <laughs> Perhaps oh, can you do the celebration, was it that or that's... was it that?
1: He that. that
2: outside, yeah. Well, Jogba didn't make my list. I had Victor and each of as number one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everton's uh, finest. Everton's finest.
0: sunless finest. David Moyes' Nigerian son makes the list for traps. Crazy. I love this game.
1: That was oh. their my boy.
0: Trust me. Nigeria um, could not yeah, replicate Jogba's Jogba.
2: the one, man. Jogba, Jogba is, for me... He is probably... When, I, when, I, when you think about it, I mean... Bar Ronaldo Messi, he is probably the next big game player mm. in line in, in that line. I was
0: I was wondering where you were going with this one as well, but I'm glad I'm glad you finished the sentence without me interrupting. Yeah,
2: when it comes to big games, and it's time to and, and if, if it's a final or and uh, uh, especially if it's against Arsenal, uh, mm. yeah, Drogba is your guy. If you're going to pick a striker, that is the guy. And at that time, obviously. Of his, of his prime, obviously Ronaldo was a winger then. So yeah, if he was going for a striker, he would be the guy. You know, in in a final, he's gonna show up. He's gonna give it. He's gonna he's, he's gonna give it. his all. I remember one. I can't remember what final it was, but he when he beat up the post. Remember, he kept it in the post. He hit the post about three times. That beating the post up.
1: What's that? Kick? Yeah, yeah. Champions League know. final.
2: I can't. No, I don't think it was a Champions League final. I think it was like an FA Cup final or something. Oh, Portsmouth.
0: It was a Portsmouth it, one
2: then. It, it might have been FA Cup final either against Arsenal or Portsmouth.
0: It was a Portsmouth one because it finished 1-0 and he scored a free kick in the end um, as well. He just kept hitting the post against David James's post which was crazy to yeah,
2: see. So, he's one, he's just, for me, he's the ultimate big game player and he came in, when he came from Marseille, um, he wasn't that great in the first, I think it was like the, maybe the first 18 months of his career. I, started, I, I mean, obviously Mourinho came in he he was adamant to, that he wanted he wanted Drogba mm. and Drogba was doing all right he was doing all right at the time uh, over, over in France but then obviously came over here and he, he struggled for about 80 months and then he just he just came alive and yeah he was just for me phenomenal iconic celebration and yeah he was just he, he was a true winner man and a true goal scorer a true number 9 and we don't see them anymore we don't see we don't we don't see them anymore
0: we don't see grown men Anymore as much as we d- used to do in, in Premier League football. And he was a man at like 24, 25 years of age in terms of he would lead a team from the front. You're looking at John Terry, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba, that spine. And Petr Cech as well, before I forget, that spine. for are like 11 years at Chelsea um, from when Mourinho first came into the side. And um, it went all the way through with various different managers after Jose Mourinho as well. One of my favorite things with Didier Drogba. This is a fun fact, actually. Do you know, Sadio Amane. And Mohamed Salah have scored more Premier League goals than Didier Drogba. That's yeah. crazy to think about, right? It's absolutely yeah. insane. But like you said, Didier Drogba's big game personality oh. was always there against Arsenal. You saw against Manchester United um, in the season when they won Al Trafford 2-1, I believe. With an offside goal. Never going to forget that, but he scored an offside goal. Didier Drogba did as well. But he could take free kicks. He could score from headers. He could bully defences and pin defences oh, wow. down like he normally did. Insane talent that you have um, as well. Matthew, let's hear about Didier Drogba. Why was he number one on your list?
1: You know what? He could just mix it up. Like he big game player. Um, you know what? He was and we will all we'll agree when it was a Chelsea final at Wembley, you knew he was coming. Good. Like, didn't matter what sort of competition it was. He, he, I remember him spinning, spinning someone at Spurs. Gallas. Yes. Semi final.
0: Semi final. That was six. Semi-final.
1: Did the same with karagara at Anfield. Um, made me crap for myself every time we faced him. And I have read a story, I don't know if it's true. They said that I think it was William Gallard said one time in the Arsenal changing room. Was it him? Yeah. And he said that um Philip Senderos was quivering and scared. <laughs> he was actually scared of coming out of facing Drug Because I remember Drogba bullied us every single time we played them. And you know, and some of the goals he scored again, phenomenal. I I remember one of my favourites was the Everton one when they had the comeback. Yeah. And he scored up scoring that chest, volleyed it from 40 yards, whatever, and sign on the, the half
0: court. turn as well. Crazy, turn, yeah,
1: great player, big game player, Champions League. He did it as well, and obviously, he got just what he deserved when he won the Champions League final. You know, that fluky one, should I say? And yeah, crazy that, Ryan Bertrand's yeah. debut oh, yeah. at home.
2: <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Drogba had the master plan then, man, because he, because if, if Matt was Matt, I told Matt, as Matt said it in, in an interview about Jogba was just like, yeah, you're going to win us the Champions League today. You're going to win for us. Mm. And yeah, so, I mean, another thing, Jogba's the only man that you know that does the, free, that, that, that leaves a three lines when he does a knee slide. don't know where the other line comes from. It's,
0: it's a crazy. mystery. It's one of the sports greats it's mystery seeing that with Didier which is crazy. But again, four-time Premier League champion, two-time Golden Boot winner as well with Didier Jogba. um There's a conversation in there of him being one of the greatest strikers um, Chelsea's ever seen, probably the greatest striker we've ever seen. Um, at Chelsea but even top 10 Premier League strikers of all time wouldn't put it past him in there as well but I still think it's crazy this is me personally I really like watching Didier Drogba and Carlo Ancelotti when you had a partner with him as well we had Nicolas Anelka with him not so much Fernando Torres but I thought that was a very good partnership that they could have continued to build but they really didn't unfortunately which weren't great Anelka and uh, Drogba front. it was quite a fun partnership to watch it didn't work with Shevchenko didn't work with Kesman but Didier Drogba continued to make it work Um, for himself as well. Chelsea, fantastic player. And remember that season under Carlo Ancelotti? Didier Drogba scored 29 Premier League goals in 32 games under Carlo Ancelotti. You can't tell me Carlo Ancelotti is one of the greatest managers of all time when he profiles a player like that. He builds a team around Drogba as opposed to like a Lampard or an Essien. It was crazy to see how Chelsea became champions um, on the final day of the season with an 8-0 against Wigan. Crazy from Didier Drogba. And he still didn't even get to take the penalty because Frank Lampard um, took the penalty himself and he... That's crazy, but 29 goals in a Premier League season in 32 games. One of the best individual seasons we've ever seen um, by any Carlo Chelsea player.
2: Ancelotti would always forever be, even, Carlo Ancelotti would forever be goated, yeah, yeah. for getting, forgetting, yeah, James Rodriguez to join Everton. How he done that, yeah, that is a masterclass, yeah. That oh, is an absolute masterclass. And then right.
0: even before Hammers Rodriguez left as well, even crazier. Mm-hmm.
1: Quick one, was so he left Everton mid-season, right? Yeah. Did he go to a row and win the Champions League that same year?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, no, no. Zidane was still manager, and Zidane got knocked out by. Was Chelsea? it just Zidane got no, knocked he, out he, by he, Chelsea? No, no,
2: though. no. He won, he won the league. Zidane won the league and then left,
1: didn't he? Yeah, he won the yeah. league, but
0: he got knocked out of the Champions League by um, yeah, by Chelsea, and then uh, Antonio yeah, came back he in it, as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. but yeah, he, he's uh, he's up there. The the. Fergie, Ancelotti's up. He's is a, a phenomenal manager, man. Absolutely crazy, unreal. talent manager. what I breed as well. Them type of managers,
0: you know. It's true. Just need an L, Just need just need that calmness on the on the touchline as well. And he had it personified, which is absolutely That's crazy. Like I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Traps, did you hear that?
1: I'm I'm what? trying to start traps, you know. Hey, traps has had his rant already. No,
0: no, thank <laughs> you. What did That's he say? He said like Arteta. In reference oh, to Carter and Charity, they're true. gonna gonna get banned on Instagram again. Poor chap. Can't be having that.
2: I you to comment on that because next thing you know, you're getting reported on 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 you're getting reported in the video, and this 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 video be getting taken down. So yeah, you gotta be careful what you say with, 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 with the North London the North London affiliates. It's true. <laughs> it could
0: be very very difficult later on. Uh, down the line as well but I think we've done pretty good for a top 10 African attackers list of all time um, still some questionable decisions because obviously we all think we're right at the end of the day we all have our opinion but the majority of it, of, of it we did very very well so starting from 10 to number 1 number 10 we went for Birmingham City's finest Obafemi Martins then we went to Everton's um, South African winger Steven Pino I'm not going to count his day that Tottenham because he was crap at Tottenham um, number 8 we're going for Yakubu and um, Everton, Middlesbrough, Blackburn, very good player as well. Number seven, we're going for Tottenham's finest, Emmanuel Adebayor. Number five, um, no, number six, we're going for Nwaka Kanu, uh, invincible Olympic gold medalist for Nigeria as well. Number five, we're going for Pierre-Emerick Obama-Yang. Some Arsenal fans will probably disagree and put Kanu higher, but it is what it is. It's our list. Number four, we're going for Algeria's finest in Riyad Mahrez. Number three, after some Agreements and disagreements We're going for Mohamed Salah The Muslim man who celebrates Christmas And I will never be a fan of that as well Again, it's just me against Mohamed Salah Number two, going for the most underappreciated attacker I personally think we've seen in modern times as well Sadio Mane, um, Senegalese um, forward as well And number one, the man who stops the civil war In the Ivory Coast and scored 29 goals In 32 Premier League appearances Under Carlo Ancelotti at Chelsea Didier Drogba well done, everyone. We did very well for that one. Very happy. Yeah. Now, for a bit of fun as well, who makes our top ten worst African attackers as well? Can I shout by putting Nicholas Pepe in the list as well? He's got to be there somewhere.
2: Uh, I, I, I think that's unfair for Nicolas, man. <laughs> he, he, scored, he scored, seventeen goals, in yeah, his first season, and yeah, they just, they just, they, 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 they killed his career, man. That was. It's that what was happens on. when you put a Bamyang on
0: the wing and you're just putting attacking midfielders everywhere just to fit them in. It made no sense for him. For them not to go with Pepe as well, but yeah, he did have a pretty good season. What do you think about that, Matthew? When you saw Pepe, That was playing in Turkey.
1: Yeah, so I I got gassed when I saw him playing for a Lille, and he, I remember him scoring two at PSG and doing this. And I said, mm. "What? We're signing this guy." <laughs> and he came, and I remember his debut, and in that Liverpool game, man, like I I I'll always believe and I will stick by it. How do you have scored that goal when you went through and goal against Liverpool? I feel like the trajectory of his career would have been different. I think the confidence he would have gained from that one goal would have taken him far. Because that trap said it was a bit unfair that he gets a lot of stick, yeah. um, being, you know, rubbish or whatever. But he played very well. I just feel like the tactics really didn't seem. Because remember when Freddie Jungberg took over briefly, we started seeing him pick up a bit again. He scored at West Ham, got an assist as well. So I, I think he was all right. I wouldn't put him in that list. And yeah, listen, I, it's a shame it didn't work out. But happens isn't it but yeah i think he was all right it wasn't as bad
0: as people say. nah it's good to hear that as well um someone who's definitely making the list probably number one i would say spoiler alert is ali dia has got to make the list as well Matthew, put, him in capitals.
1: Got- put him in capitals <laughs>
0: captain leader legend of this list as well the fake premier league footballer crazy story they should make a film about it like having some um heist theme for this one as well how is a man pretending to be a cousin of a professional footballer Getting a trial. No, not even getting a trial under Graham Souness. Being put on the bench for the next game. And having, having a Premier League contract. That's the biggest scam I've ever seen in my life. Embarrassing. Oh, we're seeing Matt Letizia talk about it all the time now. But you're just like, how is he getting away with this as well? It's crazy. Oh, my days. But yeah, Ali D is making this list. Traps, yeah. who are you adding to this list?
2: I mean, <clears throat> Sir Alex Ferguson responsible for about... 40% of this list if I'm going to be honest with you.
0: I would say so as well. I was trying to avoid it the whole podcast but by all means go for it. Well,
2: I'm going yeah. for, for Bebe.
0: Is he... Yeah. Is he...
2: He was Cape Verde wasn't he? Verde.
0: Did he Cape represent Cape Verde or did he represent Portugal? I'm
2: you sure he was... I'm sure... I'm sure he played for Cape Verde one time. I'm sure... I'm yeah from... he, did. he did. He did. the
1: list for that reason as well.
0: Yeah, yeah you're right Cape Verde.
2: Yeah Bebe. Yeah. Bebe is... Bebe is a close second. And, and yeah. I'm happy for him being second. I can't like keep him second. Goes in there, Manucho goes in there. All cut until Alex Ferguson.
1: But <laughs> well, do you know what, you guys, United fans, what was it? What was the reason why he never picked up the the? Because Arsenal was getting the best ones.
2: Do you know, what I think it was for for, for Ferguson. I think Ferguson because I, 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 I mean, I don't
1: want
0: why times are laughing what I said oh man is insane. it's just with Stratts oh. Ferguson you're just like you knew he had something like oh I don't want my players to leave for a month for the African Cup of Nations and then get injured it was something I bet it was something stupid like that I, man. Think, it,
2: I, I, I think with Ferguson yeah it wasn't racism because
0: that's why he went for Cole and York and he went for York from Trinidad and Tobago and Andy Cole from England so it wasn't racism it's was just like I don't want my players to leave for a month man. I bet it's something silly like that
2: like, I, I just think Ferguson, like I said, Ferguson wasn't a racist because, yeah, he, he, I think these play the thing is with these players, I think he's probably, his policy was probably a thing like, listen, I'm not having no player that thinks he can leave African nations. It's not a disrespect thing, but that is what, um that's that that's that's not good for me. doesn't work for me because everyone knows Ferguson hated internationals. He hated them. Yeah, he hated, yeah, he hated, he hated, he hated internationals and at the end of the day, he was, he was, the, he was probably the, the manager to install this whole manager, a club before country sort of situation before him, which is probably why England weren't successful at the time because he had the best of the English talent and he was just not having it. He was like, look, got your club comes before these lot. So I do think that, um, that yeah, these players were players that were forced, upon, not forced upon him, but they were scouted by other people. Because I do remember Bebe being something to do with Carlos Cruz. Yeah, getting a phone call saying that this is the guy, and they saw him on a, pit, on, 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 a, on, a, on a 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 beach or something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I just think that that was that was the main thing. And obviously, these lot were given a chance, and they were bloody awful to the end of the day. And obviously, Ferguson has to Ferguson has to, to live that one down, mate, because he, he was responsible for the worst the worst trio, the attacking trio of all time. Who's number three? I'm um, sorry, Ferguson. So we've got Bebe. Um, I'm going to say Manucho.
0: Mm. I'll happily say Manucho. I mean, one sub-appearance versus Stoke and Danny Welbeck scored in that game as well. Just like, okay, cool. I remember this was a time when they had five subs as well. So you barely got any game time, Manucho. And I don't know what happened to him afterwards, but just never made it at Manchester United. Um, the, the, the,
2: the good thing about these these ones as well that we had was that, because we had such a good team, it didn't even matter <laughs> yeah. about these- didn't matter about these lot so it didn't matter how crap they were yeah it didn't matter like Eric Jemba Jemba came along he was crap Emerson came along he was crap Yeah, that it, it just did not matter
0: I've got to put I've got to put in uh, Adi Samata from West Ham no West Ham Aston Villa I've got to put oh. him in he's a proper streets will never forget player if you watched him at Aston Villa but he came in for what, ten million pounds from Genk and he didn't really do much. I think one of his most iconic moments was scoring a goal in the Carabao Cup final against Manchester City and they still lost two one, but he scored a header after like Jack Greenish was like playing one versus eleven for Aston Villa. So I think Samata Um I've got to put him in the in this list somewhere as well, which will be crazy. Matthew, have Arsenal had any stinkers um that you thought you know what got from in there? Any North Africans?
1: I'd put... you know of <laughs> Africans. know Africans. Listen, you know what? I, I heard stories because I've had a couple of Algerian friends and they were like, Matt, this guy, every week they'll go to the bars in Edgeware. He was always there. Him and uh, Adele. Ooh. Him and Adele Tarat. which, yeah. He, they, they, were, they were both there just doing their thing. But he, at Bordeaux, he was good. And let's not forget, when he started at Arsenal, he had a very good run. I think he scored in the first seven or eight games. And I was like, oh, this guy's decent because they're basing his game on his higher leap and all of that. But he was just absolutely atrocious. And Jirinho, another one.
0: You signed Shamak for free and you still lost out, which is crazy <laughs> when you think about it. What about,
1: about Yaya Sonogo, man? I put respect to him. He got a hat-trick in preseason, bro. Yeah. <laughs> a pre hat-trick?
0: This is, oh, you know what I'm start, I've started to cough because of these these statements like what, what are my days no, wasn't no, he, no, going he French though wasn't he French
1: no, he, well, yeah he played for, he, he was French but I think he had like Senegalese or, but yeah he played for France under 21 so that's the only reason why I didn't put him as well but okay. again he's won Jovino's one, 100% he was awful all speed nothing else
0: very good on um, FIFA but awful in um, real life
1: honestly I've got a name here I don't know if you guys remember this um Dumbia.
0: Ah, oh, Dumbia. Say do Dumbia. Again, another FIFA player who then yeah. came to Newcastle, He yeah. was an awful at Newcastle.
1: Yeah.
0: Get yeah. him on the list, get him on the list. Yeah, say Everyone number. thought it was the second coming of Denver Bar because they're playing with a bit of buttons on their Xbox <laughs> and Playstations. Watching the man in real, this is, this is what I told people all the time. Yeah, he may be good on FIFA, he may be good on Football Manager. Have you watched him properly? No, yeah. but he's sick on FIFA. Sadio Dumbia was, was a prime example. So whenever we see this uh, picture of, online of, oh, you never forget the days of FIFA 15 when you got Ibarro, Javinho yeah. and Dumbia as a front three on Ultimate Team. Oh, that's amazing. Watch him in real life. Javinho's not up there. Couldn't tell you what happened with Ibarro. And Sadio yeah. Dumbia couldn't do it at Newcastle. Awful. Awful, awful. awful. Great name though. I fully forgot about Dumbia. So that was a great shout there, Matthew, um, as well, which is great. West Ham have had a few um quite bad players. The Sakho might make the list for me personally. Spurs have had a quite a few bad attacking players. What's that guy's name? Uh and and Jay,
1: Cameroonian player? Oh, Clinton and G. Clinton yeah. and G.
0: He was their next big thing, big thing, and yeah. he never made it at all. Uh at Sottenham. Second or third choice strike and just couldn't do it uh, yeah. for them at all, which was not great at all. Traps, who are you thinking of from your side? Any other Man United players that we missed out on?
2: Nah. Wilfred Will- 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 Boney's got to go on there, man. He was a disgrace.
0: Oh. I, liked- a- I liked him at Swansea. I can't lie. I liked him at
2: Swansea. Him, man. He hit a purple patch. He said he is a purple patch guy. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he, he, he hit a purple patch. And obviously, the purple patch came at a, at a time where, where, um, where, where, obviously, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it came at a time where obviously Man City were looking to just buy up anything and anything at the time, so he was very fortunate to end up at, at Man City. And and then obviously when he got to Man City, the the true colours were shown, and that's what I said. He was a fraud, and yeah, he goes he goes on the list as one of the worst, the worst, yeah, strikers I've seen because he was so he was so fraudulent. I could see. I didn't see. Him, I saw it. I saw it. I was so happy when he went to Manchester City. I was
0: like, "Yeah, this guy's a fraud." Proven fraud as well. Can I mention Mido, Egyptian striker, mm. former Egyptian striker, Middlesbrough? Was it Wigan? He did well
1: because
0: um, a- Me- it was. was at Middlesbrough and Tottenham, and Tottenham was, but he wasn't that great. And um, there's a recent. I do. It wasn't recent. It was around. It was, re- it was on social media. There's a page called Forgotten Footballers, yeah. or, or something like that. And then he mentioned, and then Mido. Uh, was one of the players, and Amida responded to it. And then he said, and he said, My friend, I've made more money in your lifetime than you'll ever make on this stupid account. And I'm just like, well, How's Amida responding to random Twitter accounts for? What an odd guy. But yeah, I'm just know, like they,
2: they, they do that, they tend to do that. Some of these, some of these, some of these players. I feel I'm I'm sure there was a, there was a it was a situation with Cancelo the other day and one of them Man City accounts. I'm sure it was. Yeah, it was.
0: Matthew got me dying with that thing earlier. I don't know why I'm coughing. Oh, this is crazy. I don't know. We've probably made like nine. One more player who can make the list. Ooh. Do
1: you know what? I've got a few names that uh, special mentions. Roll them off. Um, Go for it. Um, Where's it going? I've got Nias. Umanias, Niasi. Niasi. West, West Ham and Everton. Everton. I mm-hmm. think he was awful. Um, Zaki. I liked him. He was good Did that one season at Wigan. It was one, season, one season wonder. Wasn't sure about him. And then there's one player. I'm going to do the celebration. Remember, Amizaki
0: was linked with Real Madrid.
1: Remember? remember? Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's this player. Let's see if you remember the celebration. Who's Johnny. Oh. <laughs> I didn't rate him. I didn't rate him. <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna go for
1: a show
0: like Amiyobi oh, when he did that. No, 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 no
1: that's Gomez. Gomez is that's Gomez,
2: yeah. He was, yeah. Gomez wasn't good, was wasn't good for Swansea. And I tell you who was bad, yeah. That he had a good he had a purple patch as well. Do you remember Job?
1: Oh, Joseph is zero job. Oh god. God. Yeah, but he was he had a decent season at Barra. I remember the year when it comes to uh, when we're at Highbury. He did all right. It was all right
2: then. But yeah, yeah. He, had a, he had a bit of a purple patch, yeah. And that was it. That was his career finished. man. Job was finished. Job I had no job after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh. You're going to make me cough again. Oh, my days. My voice box is broken after that. That's Awful crazy. Players. Awful players. Man. Oh, I had one in mind. Who was it? My mate Biram Diouf, another Man United signing.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jof,
0: yeah, Jof, yeah, Jof. yeah. but G. Jof, yeah. He ended up having a career elsewhere, so it wasn't that bad.
2: I don't think he was that bad. I just think he just wasn't up to the scratch of United, to be honest, mm. at that time. Like, he could have easily played at that time in, like, a coventry. It would environment.
0: Yeah. He ended up playing for Stoke, and one of his most famous moments, Mame Biram Doof, was getting nutmeg by Anthony Marshall and taken on on the left wing in a two-two draw um, against Man United, which was crazy, but... Yeah, I don't know where this top 10 worst list uh, has gone to, but we've got more than 10 players on this list. It's quite fun to go through some of these names, uh, which is great. Right then, before I wrap it up and find some medicine to get my voice back, because I don't know if I've laughed this much on the podcast for quite a while, because my voice is going absolutely crazy, which is fantastic. I'm not high, so don't worry about it if you're listening. I'm actually just short of breath. Um, Yeah. Let me get your predictions for who's going to win the African Cup of Nations this time around. Ghana looking strong, Nigeria looking fantastic, with Victor Oshima back on form as well. Could Sadio replicate his form like he did a couple of years ago for Senegal? Uh, Matthew, let's hear your thoughts. Who are your favourites for the African Cup of Nations?
1: Well, uh, this is not to, you know, blow my own trumpet, but mm. the last three times I've predicted and it's happened. Last year, I said Senegal, they did it, or the last time, and Jirida's mm. before that. And the one I called before was Zambia, just saying when they were 33 to 1. I'm just saying, guys. So, this one now, I want to say Morocco,
2: because I Ooh, feel like
1: that's yeah, a shout. Solid team, great goalkeeper. I think he got an award the other day, didn't he, uh, Bono? Um, good midfield, and they've got um, El, how do you pronounce his name now? Yusuf El nezri Use of N. Siri, N. Siri, quality striker. However, I think it's Nigeria's year. Oh,
0: Victor Osimhen time.
1: I think I look at Osimhen. I look at Boniface from who's playing at Liverpool and right now killing good, it, killing it. And I just feel like in these competitions, it's not about clean sheets. It's about just getting the goals. And I feel like. It's Nigeria.
0: About as well with Afcon. That's why I love it so much. They is, love you love know, the,
1: like the, the most? You see a nation like I don't know if you've seen Comoros. Uh, Comoros. Yes. And, Last and time like, they were killing it. Like who's this? Who's this team? <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like Nigeria are gonna pip it. I think Nigeria will do it this year. Nah, I'll be good as
2: well. I think Nigeria are a bit too top heavy, man. I think like uh, uh, the quality amongst their team gets a bit gets gets a bit worse as it as it get to the back of the the, the back there. So Bring I'm back I, Joseph Yobo. That's what I say. I think, I think, um, Morocco. Mor- I think it'll be a Morocco, Morocco-Nigeria final. But I think Morocco just got a, that balanced team that, you know what I mean? Went to, obviously, they went to the semi-finals. Obviously, I don't really, you know, I mean, anyone that anyone that watches the other podcasts that I do, they know how I feel about a, a, a certain, I don't give a damn rabat, you know what I mean? Oh. Um, yeah, Morocco. I, I, I think Morocco will do it, man. I feel like Morocco just got are just going to be have a they'll be able to contain Nigeria as they've done so many teams in the in the World Cup and yeah they'll be able to get it over the line so yeah I think Morocco
0: yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how Morocco do as well um really seems to be, I'm just gonna die coughing I hate it I hate when I've got this cough Matthew I blame you for getting me so gassed on that laughter as well um I think Egypt will surprise a few teams even though I wasn't really singing Mohamed Salah's praises but I think Morocco are the strongest team going forward, Ivory Coast being the host as well. That'd be quite cool, but realistically speaking, I don't think Wilfred Zaha will bring his form from Galatasaray over to um, the national team as well. But there will be a few twists turns, surprises as well. I'm one of those fans. This is quite fun for us, Traps, you know, because normally we see it mostly with Liverpool and Arsenal fans when they want their players that are going to the AFCON to just come back as soon as possible. You want their teams to get knocked out. I want to see Cameroon go all the way. I want to see Onana go to the final it, win win the trophy. I want to see how he does. I want to see how Amrabat does with Morocco. Ahmad, if he's going to go for Ivory Coast as well, respectively, that will be quite cool to see. So I want to see how some of our players do when they go there as well. Did I miss any other African players from my team? Traps. Ahmad, Amrabat, Onana. Yeah. Um, uh, Hannibal? Hannibal as well. Did Tunisia qualify? I don't know yeah, if they, they, they did. They did. They did. They did. They're playing against Mali um, on the twentieth of January. Matthew, who are you going to miss from your team from Arsenal?
1: Partey, uh, he's going Afcon. We're going to lose Tommy Asu to Asia Cup, but I, I think Tommy Asu is still coming back from injury, so I'm yeah. not sure. What um, Might just go um, for squad
0: morale.
1: Mini, probably go Egypt. Um, oh, because he's
0: been playing every game this season, right? <laughs>
1: Like you'll probably go... But do you know when I'm I mean, a competent player who could do a job at Man United. <clears throat> but anyway... <clears throat> that's don't make me laugh again. My voice is going to go. Oh no, my days. But, no, but do you know what? Like you, I, I I, know you talk about international football. Generally, I don't like watching international football. But I love AFCON. I mm-hmm. love watching... Because I remember, I don't even remember, there was a guy that used to play at Hamburg. Uh, Jonathan Petriopa, plays then was. It was Ooh. a winger. And I remember watching and thinking, I've never heard of this guy. But then... He just did his thing at Afcon. I went. I can see why scouts would go there with certain players because it's unbelievable technique and whatnot. They just some of them just need the discipline because they're a need bit. It's to wild. rein
0: it back a bit yeah, yeah, it is, as man. well. So, like there was a Leeds player once, but the type called Max Gradell, who's fantastic for Ivory Coast. Yeah, but he never really, he didn't do it in the Premier League. He barely did it at Leeds, and I think he went to League One afterwards as well, which was crazy. So that was One another. On
1: this, sorry, Aruna Kone. One Ooh. more
0: player. Yes. That was also that's another FIFA football manager player where he did really well. But at Everton, nah. You're seeing his blonde hair and you're just like, yeah. nah, it's not it. Your third choice behind Etu and Lukaku, uh-huh. uh, which is crazy. But yeah, Traps, any players that you're looking forward to watching at AFCON before we wrap it all up? Uh, I'm
2: going to turn it on for you. I only really, really watched the final, but I don't really watch the build-up,
0: to be honest. You guys are making well, me laugh. That. I need to start drinking again. Oh, Amrabat, well, Traps.
2: Me watch Amrabat? <laughs> I mean he's good for Morocco man but he I mean I, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to be tuning in to be watching Morocco because as I said I can't stand him to be fair oh that's so, crazy but yeah I mean I'd probably take to be fair I'd probably take El Nene over I that, to be fair but um, nevertheless uh, yeah man I wish I wish them all luck and yeah I'll be looking forward to watching them in the final because I might watch a few more games this, this year but yeah I mean yeah
1: yeah
0: that's nah, all good Matthew any players you're watching out for at AFCON this year
1: Ooh, I, I'm I'm very intrigued to see Boniface I want to see him internationally I've watched him in the league he's doing his thing absolutely phenomenal um, I wonder how that will work will it be a front two
0: with Ossiman and Boniface together That would cool. you know what I
1: think they might try it I'm not sure who their group is Mm. I, I was there wanting to support my home nation, but they always let me down. Man, they do not make these things, so you never know. They could be the next Comoros. You never Forrest know. For? What about the one from Forest? I wouldn't Awani? even, yeah. Again, he's the striker for them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Up top, they've got it all, but like you said, traps. their goalkeeper, mate.
2: <laughs> you might see some mad 4 three, three craziness going on.
1: This is, this is what I'm saying. 2 5
2: three three three.
1: formation. You can see in this competition, yeah. just go for it. I feel like there's no need to. Try and keep clean sheets, you know, because um, where is it being held? Does anyone Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast? Ivory Coast, yeah. So again, what the pitches are like and whatever. No disrespect, you know, because like, I saw one once and the pitch was like a farm. So <laughs> uh... to be fair, I would like to. I would like to see. I would like to see star score some goals. Yeah, it's a good
2: one. Give to you know what I mean? Literally, it has to come come back from the African nations. Literally, boot down Eric Ten Hag's job uh, down the front door if he's um if he's still got a job when he gets back. Of course, it's true as well. You could see him be in the right winger for Man
0: United in the second half of the season. But then we thought about that with Facundo Pellistri, and then it's just like one bad game. And Anthony, you're back in, back in. Teacher's pet, great to see. Hundred million pound Brazilian teacher's pet who can't dribble on the outside of 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 his body as well, Just crazy to see. Um, but on that note before I start losing my voice and start ridiculously coughing I want to say thank you very much to both Traps and to Matthew for um, joining us on a top 10 African players list of all time and no I did not pick them because they're both black there was no racial discrimination in this as well I picked them because again I'm also African so we also know this as well which is great to see but honestly it it was great to have this conversation and again top 10 lists were fantastic to go through as well reminding us one more time Obafemi Martins at number 10 Steven Pino at number 9 Number eight Yakubu, number seven Emmanuel Adebayor, number six Kanu, number five Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, number four Riyad Mahrez, number three Mohamed Salah, number two Sadio Mane, and number one Didier Drogba. And yeah, that was fantastic as well. Matthew, where can everyone find you um, if they want to hear more from you, and traps where they, where can they find you after? Uh, you Matthew's can got find
1: it. me BOTN Podcast, Backline <clears throat> Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, I'm all around, I'm there, you'll see me putting up gifts everywhere and all of this, but yeah. He means come gifts to... as in
0: like actual presents, not gifts as in like gifs, but yeah, he means giving Yeah, yeah. Gifts. come
1: join, listen, join in the fun, subscribe to my page, I'm doing my thing, I'm going to do quite a bit over this Christmas period as well, so yeah, tune yeah. in if you can.
0: Looking forward to it and Traps, where can everyone find you after having one of my most rewatch watched videos of recent times, I would say with your Michael Oliver reel, which again still hilarious. Watching at random times of the day, it's brilliant. Uh, where can everyone find you, my friend?
2: I mean, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I've been banned from live for thirty days, but I will be. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Thanks for that. And um, yeah, I mean, I do, I do. Obviously, I do. Um, uh, mandem talk on Say TV. Um, uh, I'm in and out of. Um, I do, yeah. I'm just in and out of uh, people's uh, people's channels, but I'm mainly on Instagram. I am thinking about starting my my YouTube channel. I mean, I've started. Yet. I've got about hundred subscribers, but I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna start working on that a bit more in the new year because uh, Instagram. I feel like Instagram's kind of sick of me now, and I feel like they, I need to I need to find a, a, another platform. So Go yeah, for it. yeah. So if you just type the at in at um, traps and I will appear fantastic that's all good but yeah everyone
0: thank you very much for your time today everyone thank you very much for listening do find us on social media if you haven't already and do vote on the poll below about who is your who's the greatest african player in premier league history thank you very much take care and we'll see you later goodbye